Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) I'm Louisa Barton with the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. We're going to be broadcasting live from the Showcase Property Studios in the horse capital of the world. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Uh, I'm out here with the horses, going to talk a little news and then tell you what we have lined up for the show. Uh, of course, the, uh, the news of Bob Baffert, lots of lawsuits going on there uh, over the Medina Spirit issue and um, over New York not allowing him to race. And he has filed a suit to say that they cannot stop him from uh, racing there and that he should not be um, suspended so we'll see what happens uh, with all of that as he uh, as he fights that case himself Uh, we've got some uh, some great guests today we've got dr. Adam Kayot who will be on the telephone with us we're going to talk about beating the summer heat and some tips and preparedness for that and perhaps preparedness even for some of the storms we've certainly had some some crazy storms. I was uh, looking at my pastures saying, wow, we really need some rain and uh, be careful what you wish for because we certainly have had a lot of rain uh, in the last couple of weeks. I've got my uh, my Mustang Flynn here. Speaking of, um, of summer issues, he's uh, he's got a rash right now, um, probably somewhat uh, created by heat, sweating, maybe rubbing with the fly mask and uh, Definitely the flies biting. I've got my bottles of piranha out and uh, I'm working on uh, on that. So <clears throat> my co-host today will be uh, Jody Everton from the Ocala Stirrups program at Chestnut Hill Arabians. Thrilled to have her back with us. Uh, we certainly love having her uh, along as a guest co-host and maybe, who knows, maybe she'd like a permanent spot uh, as our co-host, which would be wonderful. Uh, to have her in the studio with us uh, every single week. So we're going to be talking some topics. Uh, Carlos Figueroa is going to be joining us after Dr. Chaos segment. He's going to be chatting to us a little bit about what VPF Logistics does. Unfortunately, um, I had the uh, experience of using their services just about a week and a half ago when I, um, I lost my uh, heart horse been with me for 29 years and was 35 years of age miss him terribly every single day but Carlos was very kind and uh, came and uh, and assisted and uh, helped to get Sunny to the crematory for me so I'm very grateful for that service when you need it it's wonderful to have somebody you can count on um, reliable and kind so uh, Jody Everton and I are then going to discuss some uh, some horse topics uh, sorry about my hand there uh, on uh, trying to get the horse in the picture here for you. Uh, this is my Mustang, uh, the Sundance Kid, aka Flynn. And we're going to talk some horse topics. Um, one of the things we're going to talk a little bit about is what are your 2021 goals? We're halfway through the year, so it's a good time to um, to revisit those now and um, and see are you halfway? How are you doing? Um, you know, have you accomplished any of them yet? 
and um, what are you thinking that you might uh, you might be looking forward to as the year progresses and um, mine of course was to get Flynn riding and on the trail but uh, I broke my neck in February it's still healing not allowed to uh, to ride yet so Flynn that is my 2021 goal hope we get to do that so um, hope you'll share and comment below what your goals may be for 2021 and uh, how you're progressing with them uh, now that we're halfway through the year. So perhaps in the summertime, you maybe you stop riding. Um, I know it's uh, it's hard, and if you're not training for an event, it's um, it's nice if uh, if you get to give your horse maybe the couple of hot months off and then uh, get him back back into gear. So. Uh, Another topic we like to talk about is, do you trail ride? And if you do trail ride, do you trail ride in an English saddle or a Western saddle? In actual fact, if you ride English, do you like to trail ride in an English saddle? I know in England I did. Uh, we'd go for a hack in an English saddle. But since I lived in America, I've certainly uh, swapped to, um, my trainer wouldn't, wouldn't agree with that. Uh, Watch out, Flynn. Oh, that's right. I don't have a trainer, so I'm okay. <laughs> don't do it myself. Um, so, uh, you know, do you, do you like to trail ride? Do you trail ride in the summer? Do you wear an English saddle when you trail ride? Um, another question uh, and an, another topic brought to you by Piranha um, is, do you, uh, do you think your horse is listening to you? And uh, I, I like the little uh, um, template that they made that says, are they listening? And the horses are talking to one another. So are you listening to your horse? Do you hear what he has to say? And um, are your horses turned out in the field this time of year? What are you doing to keep them cool? Do you have misters? Do they have plenty of shade? If they're not in a barn, do they have a shelter? Questions for the summer. And uh, Dr. Chaot's going to cover a lot of those, um, those summer issues. As I mentioned to you, um, Flynn does have a rash at the moment. Um, that we're treating this uh, goopy stuff on him is actually medicine. Um, he had a fly mask on and it he had some kind of an allergy to it, rubbed it, niched it. And um, so we're treating that right now. So summertime issues are real. Um, bit of a problem here, you know, in Florida, we, we struggle a little bit with that. So, um, but think about some of these topics. And does your horse play with toys? So Flynn is only three, only just three, and um, he doesn't, well, at least not a ball toy anyway. So um, does your horse like toys? Do you keep toys in the field in the barn for him? If your horse is a little bit bored in the stall, perhaps you like him to, um, to have a toy or two to play with. Uh, I know every time I go by Niall Brennan's barn at OBS, I always see the little pink teddy bears for the mares and um, for the fillies rather. And I see the, uh, the balls there hanging outside the doors for the, for the boys to play with. So. Um, so certainly a lot of people like to give their horses uh, a toy or two. Flynn, he just likes to play with me. And what made me fall for him? I don't know if you can see, but he has a little curly moustache. And that was the first thing I actually noticed about him when I met him, after he nuzzled my hand. Uh, and he's a BLM Mustang. He came from Nevada. And actually from the Triple B herd and his buddy here, who he's having a little um, jealous chat with, uh, belongs to my friend Abby Slaven and actually inter interestingly enough other than their color they're very similar build and uh, and looks and um, they actually both came from the triple B herd and um, I think that some of 
um, what Flynn's experiencing on his neck may be from them um, scratching one another. <laughs> See, this is the uh, this is a little uh, love session here. They like to nibble on one another. <laughs> like I said, I wonder if they perhaps are related. They may be. <laughs> anyway, we have a great show lined up for you. I hope you really enjoy um, hearing from um, Dr. Kayot, Carlos Figueroa, although I mentioned a, um, a sadder topic. Um, I hope you enjoy hearing from him and we'll use his services uh, when you do need that. And, uh, and then Jody and I are gonna talk. We're gonna talk horse. Um, we're going to share with you a little more about the Ocala Stirrups program and what we're working on um, towards that. And then don't forget, if you're here in Ocala tomorrow at 3 o'clock, we have the Equine Initiative presented by Piranha at the newly renovated Equus Inn, um, followed by their ribbon cutting, all equine themed. Um, and then also uh, business after hours from 5 to 7, and that is at the Equus Inn, 3434 Southwest College Road. So we hope you'll come and join us for all of that. And um, we hope you're, uh, you're horsing around, whatever you're doing. And we hope you enjoy the rest of the show. So uh, stay tuned. And uh, Dr. Kayot, Jody, and I will be right back on the Horse Talk Show presented this hour by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital Broadcasting from my pasture with my horses and also from Showcase Properties of Central Florida. Stay with us.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Are you ready to get loco? At Loco Graphics, every dollar matters to provide your ideas brought to life. Loco Graphics strives to get your message across and impact your customers, offering logo design, vehicle wraps, business cards, banners, and more. Make your business shine and showcase who you are with nothing but the highest quality materials. The difference is in the details. Impact your potential customers with Loco Graphics. Like them on Facebook now and find them on the web at locographics.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Thanks, Gigi. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. We're here in the Showcase Properties studios in the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. I'm Louisa Barton. Have Jody Everton. Hi, everybody. Back. <laughs> uh, she is the Ocala Stirrups Riding Instructor at Chestnut Hill Arabians. Yes. Which I love saying. Sounds so British. We love hearing you say it, Louisa. And on the telephone, we have joining us Dr. Adam Kayot from the roof of his patio. No, I'm <laughs> He actually gave us a heads up that he was having a little bit of a rough signal on his cell phone, so I told him to stand in a tree. Um, hopefully we, we can get enough of a signal to chat to him a little bit um, about beating the heat uh, with your horse in preparation for, well, I shouldn't say in preparation for the summer, really, should We're I? in it. I hope we're, we're in it. We're, we're definitely in it. Um, <laughs> Dr. Kayot, what are some of the things that you start to see? I'm sure uh, some of the heaves... Um, definitely become a problem at this time of year. Um, what other kinds yeah. of things do you see? Um, well, certainly heaves is one, one of those things. They, uh, it tends to rear its ugly head this time of year as the humidity uh, uh, it, you know, gets higher and the temperatures rise. The other thing we obviously see that rears its uh, ugly head that can be very concerning is anhydrosis or mm -hmm. horses that don't sweat. You know, mm, yes, and and unfortunately, um, the first time <laughs> you don't notice it, it's like the horse sweat, you know, sweat well before typically, and then all of a sudden one day it gets shut off, and we have no idea why that happens or when it's going to happen. Um, so that that can be uh, that can be alarming and concerning because you know. Um, can get extremely hot uh, if yeah. they are sweating. I mean, obviously, you can drive around the county this time of year, and um, you know you can see out there grazing and they're sweating. Right. So uh, that, that can be when You see the one over there uh, not sweating. Just need to be be aware of that. So um, pay attention to your horses, uh, even when they're out, uh, you know, out grazing. I mean. Look and say, well, there's Blaze, he's sweating, and then there's Star, he's sweating, and then you got the other one over there in the corner that's um, not. So yes, yes. Yes, and providing a lot of shade are very important, I think, you know, to make sure that you've either got trees or a, or a shelter or somewhere where they can cool off a little bit. 
if you can, um, you know, run one of those misters. Misters, misters that stand, you know, they'll stand under those yes. misters and, and help. Yes. Um, and then, you know, just make sure those misters, you know, make yes. sure they're drinking water. <laughs> have have salt available for them to, to lick, you know, for for their for their electrolytes and all. That always encourages them to drink as well. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, have all that stuff, have all that stuff uh, handy, and and uh, we'll try to get through this this summer. next couple of months. Yeah, Jody, you got a question. I did, Dr. Kehout. Thank you for being with us here today, and it's a very important topic, certainly in May. So if I noticed one of my horses were was not sweating and they should be in this moment, what would be, like, my next three steps, other than calling you? What would I do first? Well, if you notice he's not sweating, you want to, um, um, I would uh, immediately get uh, in and hose him off. Okay. You know, put cold water. Um, it wouldn't be a bad idea to take his temperature, you know, rectal temperature, just to kind of get an idea of where he is, and that way you can you can report that to your veterinarian. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, cold between the high leg over the pole. Um, or... I think we're losing you, Dr. Chaot. We're losing him a little bit, but one of the well, first things he said was cool it off, cool get, it, it off. get it hosed off. Right. And then I missed what else he said. Uh, I think he said call between, him. yes, call him, between, hosing between their legs. Oh, and up at the and pole. The pole, yes. And just and probably just letting the water just run down Exactly, them. yes, cooling them, cooling them off, um, definitely very important, um, as quickly as possible. And those misters are, in my opinion, priceless. Yes. They're, I actually, you can make your own, obviously. If yes. you want to make a mister, yep. you can make a mister. Um, but... You can actually buy those um, already constructed, or at least you could. Um, and I bought mine last summer from um, Gilbert's Ace Hardware. And this is what corner. you do. You just set it up on yes. a fence. Yes, you attach Somewhere it. Somewhere shady, it looks yes. like they've put it. Yep. Um, that, that's mine, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's mine. Okay, there you go. Yes, and I put it in, the, in a very heavily treed area. And as you can see, I place it near a water trough. Because okay. if a horse feels overheated and wants to go and get in that shady spot, and then he's thirsty and the water trough is yes. height over the other side, yes. then to me that's kind of defeating the, the, you know, the purpose of having it. So I have a trough up near where I feed, up at the, the front of the field, mm-hmm. and then I have a second trough about halfway back with a mister, and I have the mister coming down you know, with the water in the trees, and that way my horses actually stay out, turned out. They, don't, they have a shelter, a couple right. of shelters, but... They don't They're prefer out. being in stalls at all. They'd rather not. But it does get very warm. So having that heavily treed area and then that mist is lovely. And if you go and uh, if you've been to Disney World or one of those theme parks, yes. you know, where they have those misters in the middle of the summer, if you go and step under one of those misters, you're like, thank you, God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, this is a wonderful experience yes and it, it, and it revives it, you yes, doesn't it it does so <laughs> i often see my horses standing and there's a telltale sign by the way and that is if you see a bum a horse bum okay covered in dirt in just that like spot from the top line kind of from the withers okay. to the rump and it's very dirty in uh-huh. that area then you know they went and stood under the mister and then rolled. and then they rolled right. in dirt because right. there's this absolute path yeah. Where the mister sprayed their backs yep. and then there's the dirt where they rolled afterwards and so they felt good. So I think those misters are wonderful. When I bought that mister 
I've got two of them, and I wouldn't mind having a third one. When I bought that mister last year, I think it was $40. Tommy Gilbert will kill me um, if I'm wrong. But I think it oh, was $40. Oh, I thought you were going to say a lot more money than that. No, I think it was $40 or $45 or something like that. And so worth it. And you could easily make it yourself, obviously, if you've got some PVC pipes sure. and you're handy. And, and then and would whatnot. you put a timer on it? I don't. I'm terrible. I am a very abusive of our water here, and, uh, and, and, you, and I do not. I, during the summer, you, I will shut it off. I have a valve oh, on it, and okay. at night, I'll, I'll shut the valve off okay. until the next morning, and then just remember to turn it back on. But, um, but we're talking about a mist. Yes, it's not a mist. A, not no, gallons of water leaking out of It's just a mist, and if you, if you set it with the valve on where you hook yes. it up, you just shut the valve off if it's obviously if you know that for three days it's going to pour down with right, rain. Right. Then you can just go and switch the valve off. But putting it there by the water trough and something that Dr. Kayot was probably going to say before we unfortunately uh, lost him. Uh, he he had a bad rise in the last couple of days for some reason. Yeah. I, I think a tower must be out in our direction out there, but because um, mine's been very spotty as well. Okay. But, um, but um, one of the things I personally prefer, and I know a lot of the really nice farms have the waterers that are automatic. Yes. But the thing I don't like about those is you don't know no. how much your horse is actually drinking. Correct. So I have the trough up by the feeding area, and my horses always go to it and drink after they eat, sure. as long as they are feeling normal. So I always, you know, keep that one without a a refiller on right. it so I right. know how much they're drinking that way I can monitor it but one last thing that I want to say because um, Gigi just told us one minute is you know something that's affected my horses before is when I wasn't taking care of them I broke when I broke my neck was a dirty trough a dirty I'm glad trough you brought that up because when the video deal. you showed was yes. like one of the big galvanized yes and you have two horses in this field right a horse three. Uh, three yes so we know that it does not need that filled to the top. Yes, we're getting the wrap up. Hey, we got to go. We, we'll, we'll finish right this in the next segment after Carlos. Yes. So um, stay with us. We'll be right back on the Horse Talk Show. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And Larson Hay, our broadcast and television sponsor, plus supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Talk show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. 
Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. We are in the Showcase Properties studios here in the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. Tammy Gant from the FTBOA reminded me today that we are now called the Ocala Metro, but I can't get used to it. Metro sounds like a big town that's open all night. So I'm going to say Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world. Special guest in the studio joining me, Carlos Figueroa from Thank BPF you. Logistics. Carlos, it's lovely to have you here with us. Thank you. Thank you for doing by me. Appreciate Thank it. You. Yes. Carlos is a very dear friend of mine and a guy that we've been working with for on and off for six months, um, working towards, they're missing the S off your name, Carlos. Is Carlos Figueroa? Yeah, you're, you're Carlo. That's okay, she's missing the S. <laughs> so I'm just a single Look at that, that was a fast fix, there guys. You Congratulations. <laughs> Man, we're good, look yeah, at that. Yeah, amazing. Um, <laughs> So um, very sadly, uh, about a week and a half ago, I lost the love of my life. And um, it's actually a photo of him here, right? Uh, probably about 10 years ago. My gosh, he was with me for, for 29 amazing years. And um, very sadly, um, he got very, very sick. And at 35, uh, Dr. Kayot came. And, and can I just say, Dr. Kayot was absolutely wonderful. He came the night. And again, in the morning, I wanted to take Sonny to the hospital, but I didn't want to take him if there was no point. I didn't want to make him go through a trip there and a trip back if, um, and I was not going to let him be put to sleep at the hospital. I wanted him to be at home. So, um, I, uh, doc I asked Dr. Kale if he would come back in the morning and have a look at him and he did and, um, and found that there wasn't anything that we could do. And knowing Carlos, like I do, the first thing that came to mind is I want to get everything organized and, um, I want to make sure that he can be cremated and I can keep his ashes and, the service, no offense to the service that would have come, no, no harm meant or, or any, um, any offense at all, but I don't know them and I know Carlos, so I wanted Carlos to be the one to come. So um, I asked Carlos if he would call the place, the crematory, and ask them if he could come instead, and, and they agreed to it, which was wonderful, and Carlos came and took of care of that. Thank you very much. Um, being professional, and I'm not gonna cry my eyes out, although I have cried my eyes out every day for nine days. It's hard to be at home. Actually, it's easier to be here. Um, but the reason I wanted Carl, Carl don't throw marshmallows at me, Jody. <laughs> My co-host is throwing marshmallows at me. Um, it's okay. She's trying to make me laugh. She's good. Uh, she's she's like she's like a sister already. She gets it. Um, but one of the reasons I wanted Carlos to come is because he has a very professional service and um, he's got a very good heart and heart for horse people, and he's a horse person himself. So instead of talking and talking and talking. I'm going to let Carlos tell us about him. Carlos, Lisa, your background you. is um, Pasofinos. Of course. Um, love we, we love horses. I mean, that's what we do for a living, and that's what we have been forever. Uh, horses. Horses is a horse, no matter that it's a Pasofino, a thoroughbred, an Arabian, or... I like how he kind. says Arabian. I, do, yeah. I, I know. I mean, just horses. That sounds uh, much sexier when he says it. When, when, <laughs> that's funny. Once, once we, we're talking about horses, we always think about buy a horse, enjoy a horse, have fun with the horse. Can be in a show, can be breeding, can be backyard farming, recreational showing. But we forgot that one time, in one time in life, that horse gonna be the end. I mean, unfortunately, you were lucky that you have years so long. 35 I mean, years, yeah. Uh, we, I, we got a miniature pony. I told you the story about him. He was the, basically the nanny of my kids. He helped us, I mean, on the farm because every single kid, he 
teach him to come up on the horses when he grew up. Then the next kid got them, and we following. And he died when he was 32. Plans oh. um, him. I mean, was tough. It's tough. It's hard. He's in my yard. We bury him, like I told you. Um, and that's a time that when that happened, we need to obviously is the sad part and the part that you don't want to think about it, but it's basically the reality. So what happened is that when that happened, we never have that service. That's when we create BPF logistic because we need the service done. Yes. Because it's sad, obviously, it's like Luis and I, every time we meet someone, Lisa said, this is Carlo, my friend, but you, you don't, don't wanna, want to see him. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to see Dr. Kao either. Because of course, I mean, he's gonna <laughs> Unless do- Unless he's coming for a service call. He's, he's doing, the, bad, he's doing yeah. the ugly part of the operation, which is dealing with the keys off, with the horse that passed, horse that is sick, that bed is already coming up and taking care of him, and then we're doing the removal and disposal. And we need to develop this a little bit more later on. I mean, we're working together for the future programs and other uh, service that we want to render. I mean, right now we're just removal and disposal. We're doing uh, removal and obviously buried on premises in your own place. A lot of people love that. And we're doing some kind of memorials for people that want to keep some kind of good memorials on the place to remind them that big love horse. We talk about it. I mean, unfortunately, like we said, you maybe move out. So right. it's better to keep your horse in your ashes, in your box, and he's with you forever. Right. I mean, yeah. it's sad to say it that way because people said, man, how are you talking about? But it's reality. Right. It's, it's horsemen. I mean, we train horses. We show horses. We deal with people. We go to a show like you do. Yes. I mean, tag room, yes. hospitality room, yes, and we sit down, and we have fun, and we cook, and we chat, and we show, we cry, we laugh, we have a lot of fun. But then we never know what happened the other day. We were on the WEC, doing the first Paso Freedom Horse Show at the WEC, and it was amazing. That was amazing, incredible. I mean, incredible. There was no word to describe. Mm -hmm. We were in the world, this new world, equine facility. Yes. And fortunately, the show was amazing. We were expecting the show forever, and we did it. And it was amazing, beautiful, packed, great show. Unfortunately, one horse passed. He has a problem with his heart, and oily, wet. They got cameras in each stall. So they went to security. They find out the horse was grazing, getting his A. Once in a sudden, he went on the ground. He got a heart attack. Aww. So he passed. And we were have the service. They called us at 6 o'clock. We went there. We removed them. Fortunately, the horse was went to necropsy, then he wasn't cremated. We did all the transportation that we do that service for the really the horse people in Marion County and Central Florida. And it's That's important and you know it's it's um, it's never an easy time for somebody, whether it's their show horse that has a heart attack or their heart horse for their lifetime um, that they love. It's not an easy thing. It's a, it's absolutely devastating. I lost it completely. Gigi, the director of my show, is a personal friend, very personal, close friend of mine. I think the world of her. And she was actually there. Um, Dr. Kayot actually came back two hours earlier. He texted me because he was available and we didn't want Sunny to suffer any longer. But I wanted my ducks all in a row before we did it. I didn't want to put him to sleep and then be trying to find you, trying to yes. make the arrangements. So I asked Dr. Kayot to make him comfortable until he came back and we bathed him. Gigi, I was up all night with him. I lay in the dirt on the ground with him all night. 
and Gigi could see how dirty I was and filthy I was. And she said, go and take a shower. And I went and took a shower and we bathed him and she brought ribbons and we put ribbons it, in his hair. It's very important. I'm sorry to interrupt you, that it's good that you mentioned that. I mean, one of the things that we always, I got a couple of people working already for us because we're growing little by little. And one of the things that I always tell to my guys is, be sure that the person is respect and the horse is respect. No matter, I mean, we don't have any rush. We're doing it for the client. Sometimes we show up, they already, they did everything they want, so we just go away, take horse and do the remote. Sometimes we need to sit down with them and talk to them because they need it. Yes. They need it. I mean, there's a lot of respect to the horses yes. and to the owner of the horse. Carlos, I want to thank you. I can't believe thank it. We you, have you. one minute, but we're going to thank put you. your website up. Um, it's VPF Logistics. You can also find them on Facebook um, and reach them that way. Carlos um, and his phone number here is on the screen as well. 352-454-6300. You can email vpflogistic at gmail.com. Wonderful service. A great guy. Good friend. Thank you, uh, Wonderful to have you in the horse thank you capital. For and yes, Appreciate thank you. Thank you. Carlos, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Second half of the show. Jody Everton will be back with me on the Horse Talk Show. Stay with us. Equestrians, it's time to take care of yourself as well as you do your horse. So get down to Pulse Center of Ocala. The PEMF wave is safe and it's a therapy that charges your cells and allows them to function at their fullest capacity so you heal much faster. Check them out at pulsecenterfl.com now and tell them you heard. Hello, I'm Valerie Daly at Showcase Properties of Central Florida. Horses are the lifeblood of the horse capital of the world and enrich the lives of many. Our farm specialists are equine enthusiasts who are actively involved in our local equestrian community. If you're ready to discover Ocala, contact Showcase Properties of Central Florida to begin your unique real estate journey with one of our experienced agents today. Equestrians, it's time to take care of yourself as well as you do your horse. So get down to Pulse Center of Ocala. The PEMF wave is safe and it's a therapy that charges your cells and allows them to function at their fullest capacity so you heal much faster. Check them out at pulsecenterfl.com now and tell them you heard about it on the Horse Talk Show for a free demo. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the second half of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. We are in the Showcase Properties studio in the horse capital of the world. They're making me laugh. Jody Everton is here. I can't the help Alcala it. It's so easy. I know, you're right. I'm easy. She's a soft I'm target. Easy. Actually, you know, I'll tell you, in the last nine days, 
I've not laughed at all. Oh. I don't think. Maybe twice. Enter Jody and our friend Carlos. Exactly. We're here. Exactly. The entertainment is in the house. Well, you know, it's so good. You know, Carlos said something in the last segment about, you know, you wanted to have your horse cremated because you might move. Well, I'm definitely moving. I'm preparing Uh, my place for sale. Um, So I'm just letting you know it's going to be for sale. Um, (coughs) And and I don't, I know it's silly because it's not him because his spirit is so very much like still with me for sure. It's just his body. But I didn't want to bury him somewhere that I knew I was going to leave and nobody, and maybe I put a gravestone and later someone takes it out. Listen. And it's unmarked and I couldn't like face that. And why would you if you're already planning the move? Right. You you knew exactly what you wanted to do. I'll be honest with you. You did the right thing. I only had that farm. I mean, I love my other horses and I'll keep them, of course. But I kept that farm because it was Sonny's home and he was 35 and I wasn't going to move him at his age. And, you know, my son and daughter are grown up and well, my, my son's going to be 18 the early part of next year. Oh my my daughter's having a baby. I'm going to be a grandma. Um, and in October. Well, congratulations. Yes. In actual fact, I just want to thank her because this arrived in the mail um, yesterday. And the card said from Megan, Josh and Florence. And Florence is the unborn Grandchild, um, Florence Lavender. I love oh, that. Name. Okay, if I could read this. Okay, this, this says Sunny. Is it okay if I read it? Yeah. This says Sunny on the outside. On the yeah. inside, it says, it says, you left hoof prints on my heart. This is from your daughter. So you've raised a wonderful young woman. Is that what you're telling us here? Yes. She's amazing. So there's a horseshoe on one side. This is beautiful. Yeah, she's not just amazing. She's beautiful, too. I'm certain. Maybe next week you share where she got this made. I know. I think I should. Because I can think oh, of about. Etsy. Etsy. Yes, oh, it's, yeah. it was an Etsy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I can think about ten things I would like to. There you go. That is I beautiful. Know, Put that, that back lovely? on your I know. So That's that it. arrived last name? night, Megan. Megan, great gift. Yes, I very know. thoughtful. She's, yes, she, Carlos says good job. She's an amazing girl. She really is going to have an amazing baby. And um, actually, the baby is um, well. That's the son, but the baby's actually at seven ounces now. And um, oh that's the God. baby. It's, oh <laughs> I don't know gosh. if you can see that or not, but <laughs> that's the that's exciting. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. Florence Lavender. I'm excited. Florence Lavender. Yes, yes. So um, Piranha has some very cool templates that they put up all the time. And I saw this one today. <laughs> you know, you can't beat Piranha right now. We all need to be in a no-fly zone. Thank you, Piranha. Do you think they can hear us? Now, when I looked at this, I said, hmm, do they think? They're like, are they talking, talking to, to each, each other? other? Yes, I think they're talking to each other, personally. Um, do you think they can hear us? So what are they saying, Jody? What do you think? I don't know. The answer is we can hear them. Yes, we can. What they're saying, to me, is far more the question. <laughs> so there was a lot of talk at the farm today. Yes. Yes, we had the vet out because we needed to and collect. Went, <laughs> oh, there was a little and bit more. The Arabians. The Arabians. Are uh, noisy. They are chatty. We've discussed how the Arabians that. are very chatty. Arabians. Today, yes, today was a little I'm extra. copying Carlos. Today was a little extra chatty. <laughs> We had some lessons, we had some training horses, and we had uh, the vets from Peterson and Smith out to collect uh, a beautiful young stallion to collect him to breed a beautiful mare mm. just in just a few days. Which ones? This was, um, oh my you goodness, you're killing Can me. You remember? Yeah, I do. Uh, um, Peterson I'll, and Smith do an amazing job Peterson with their breeding Smith program. Yes. yes, so there was a lovely grandmother there with two grandchildren. So she wanted to know what was going on. So I, as discreetly as I could, explained to Grandma what's going on. Thank God you were a teacher. I tried. <laughs> so, you know, the girls are over here kind of distracted. So I said would, to the grandmother, would you like to go watch this? Uh, she went, yes. <laughs> I said, do you want to have this sex education talk with these grandchildren right now? Or would you like me to distract them? <laughs> she went, 
Do you have time? How old are they? They were eight and oh, yes. five. Distract for so long. I can distract eight and yeah. five. So, oh, yeah. Uh, she went, do you have time? I said, I do. So off she went. I mentioned something to the vet tech that she wanted to watch. I told her kind of where to stand. But I also said, if she's not in a safe place, will you make sure? And she went, I got you. Don't worry about it. So, okay. So they went and did their thing. So I'm walking with the kids, and we're coming down the aisle, and, you know, we're petting noses, and it's getting a little louder. It's getting a little louder. And then it is loud. Because, you know, this is, this is a very quick process. This horse is a professional. So um, the girls, you know, their eyes started getting big. And I said, I know, they're very chatty. The 30-second rule applies oh. to this stallion, I well, take it. Yeah, he, he's, he's ready to roll. So um, she, the girls said, they're, he's, they're getting so loud. I said, you know, it's almost lunchtime. I said, wait a minute. It's past lunchtime. So we talked about lunch for a while, and then we went and pet about 20 other noses, and we did all kinds of things. And but by the way, the horses at Chestnut Hill Arabians love to be visited. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So oh, they're, they're happy touch to... Touch me, touch yeah, me. Yeah, they're happy to be kissed and rubbed, and we didn't have any treats today. Don't tell anybody, but they didn't care, because, you know, they're all over the us. They're all over the kids, and we're going down the hall. At one point, I stopped by Magnus's stall, the 27-time national champion. I had given them a brochure with a photo of Magnus in it, so then I got to take a picture of the little girl with Magnus live behind her, and she was holding the print picture of her like this. It was really cute. So we had a great time. But I was sad because they're from Louisville. Louisville. Oh, you Louisville. said it right. Hey, my boss at the CEP would be proud of you. He's from Louisville. Louisville. You don't mess around. No. It's not Louisville. You cannot anyway. say Louisville no, like a no, Brit either. No, no, it's no. Louisville. So Nikki, the young rider from Louisville. Louisville. Well done. She, thank Tell you. When, she was, of you. <laughs> when I was eight, she's eight. When I was eight, my dream was to leave northern New Jersey and relocate to Louisville. Really? Yes, because the most magnificent, at that time, the most magnificent show facility I'd ever been to was there. Right. So I thought, if I lived in Louisville, I could work there. I could be here all the time. So when I tell this little girl, my dream is to move to Louisville, you know what she said to me? Why? <laughs> because she said, I want to move here. <laughs> so, so grandma's like, I said, you know, maybe, maybe well, you go and me talk to your parents. I think you should move here too. Grandma's here. <laughs> she was like, yeah. So I said, yeah, grandma, yeah. work on that. Let's get him to, let's get him to a cow. I said, what doing to my realtor, So like, you know, I'd be and happy to help. <laughs> there you go. If you are listening today, if you visited Justin Arabians, please call Louisa. I'll yes. help you reach her. She I, can find I you I need home. to leave you a pile of business cards. Oh, Louisa. Properties. Yes. And my family, if you're listening, the Gray and Everton clan, please start thinking about this start southern migration. about moving. Southern migration. Yes, yes, it's definitely the place to be these days. Uh, why not? So when I saw that, um, well, I cried, actually, first of all, because I've cried a lot the last nine days. But one of the things it reminded me of is everybody who's ever known Sonny and fed Sonny knows that he always made this noise at feeding time, and it. Let's hear it. I don't know if I can do Come it. Come on. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> like that. Yeah. No, okay. that was terrible. Okay. Wait until Tom Schmidt <laughs> listens to this before he sent it to the radio and said, "What were you doing? Should you try it one more time, or do you think that's?" <laughs> Like, right loud. From, right from the horse's mouth. Yes. You got it right here. Yes, that was it. <laughs> I mean, loud. I mean, you knew it was feeding time. So okay. I mean, it was almost like he was saying, come on, it's late. Let's Let me have it. it. <laughs> that was kind of what he was saying. So when I saw these two and this piranha template, yeah. can they hear us? I thought, yes, we yeah. can always hear you. Yeah. And it made me think of you telling me how chatty Arabians are. <laughs> yes. Like, do they think? 
Do you think? Yes. Can, oh, yes, we can hear you. We chatting. certainly can hear you. And when it's May and it's breeding season, we yes. definitely hear you. Yes. <laughs> and, and we often... You see our friend Gigi, she's we, letting us Gigi, know. Gigi, yes. Um, we often know what they're saying, I feel, don't you? Don't you feel um, we speak I, their language quite I often? I try to. I'll, I'll often look where they're looking. I'll try to note when they're calling, when they stop. So I try to tune into that. We'll be back in just a minute. Apparently, Jody sent us 37 photos, so stay with us. We'll be right back on the <laughs> Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay. And also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever, with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second to none experience with all the amenities. Palm oh, Chevy. You a stalker. You didn't know. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms. Our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's Finest Alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio, showcase properties of Central Florida studio here in the horse capital of the world with Jody Everton with Ocala Sturbs from Chestnut Hill Arabians. That's right. I like saying it that way. Um, we're going to put a little template up here of um, trail ride English question mark Whoa. brought to you by Piranha. Um, I like this. It's kind of... Um, it's kind of neat. I think she's in a dressage saddle. That's it what it looks like, like. a dressage yes. saddle from here. Yep, look at mm -hmm. that. I think it is. Mm -hmm. um, so, and actually, he looks a lot like my Mustang, which is another interesting, mm -hmm. uh, interesting point. So you've got a trail riding story to tell us, and then I'm going to tell you something that will probably make you laugh about trail riding. So I have a trail riding story that I'm certain my mother is somewhere chuckling about this already. My mom and dad's first horse was a horse named Reese Zariff. Say it again. Reese Zarif. Reese Zarif. Yes, yeah, so we called him Reese. And I was allowed to ride Reese on very limited uh, supervised situations. Even when Reese was 15, he, he, it was still a supervised situation for me at 10 to be able to ride Reese. Okay? So I was allowed to ride Reese in the indoor arena. I was allowed to ride Reese in the outdoor arena. I was absolutely not allowed to trail ride Reese. 
I have a feeling I know Ever. where this is going. <laughs> Never. No, was the answer. So my parents, in 1982 or something, uh, go to the U.S. Nationals in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. And they bring a great big truckload of horses, and my sisters and I were young, and we were home. Um, I think, actually, my youngest sister, Jennifer, went with them. They didn't, I guess, didn't trust to leave Jennifer home. They thought they'd bring her with them. <laughs> so who, the, woman, the young woman that came to stay to us, with us was a woman named Sue Zamos, who had worked for my parents for years in the farm, and then came to stay in the house. So I thought this was the greatest activity of my whole life, because I adored Sue Zamos, and I knew we were going to have a very grown-up, mature weekend, which probably meant we were going to be able to stay up late. So anyway, so they're out of town, and... Sue always rode Reese. She loved Reese. So we were going to go on a trail ride. So we both tack up a horse. She tacks up Reese. I tack up my horse, Jet. And uh, we ride around the arena. And then we go to the outdoor arena. And I say to her, Sue, do you want to ride my horse, Jet? <laughs> so sweet Sue says, I'd love to ride your horse, Jet. Would you like to ride Reese? I would. <laughs> so we switch. So we ride around. Everything's good. Sue looks over a little bit at me. She's watching. We're both going around. We're riding on our beautiful horses, our beautiful Arabians and our English saddles. Yeah. And it's a lovely day. It's October. It's perfect weather. It's great trail riding weather in northern New Jersey. So Sue says, should we go on a trail ride? I think we should. She says, now these were the words she said to me. Do you normally ride Reese? I said, well, not normally, but I do ride Reese. Here I am riding him right now. Let's go on a trail ride. So off we go. So back up the hill we go, out into the field. Everything's going along fine. <laughs> We're riding along the edge of the cornfield, because that's where you ride. And I did, we did that in England. Okay, because you ride because it's just yes. not proper to ride through someone's no, cornfield. There's no mowed around the And outside. it's mowed around yes. the outside, exactly. So we're riding right. around the outside, everything's good. You know, we kind of get up around a corner where all the horses get a little bit strong, because now we are really getting away from the farm. And so said, hey, why don't we go left? It's a good idea. Reese said, not so much. Let's go right. So off he goes. <laughs> and off I go for a <laughs> And now I'm getting my, obviously I'm still on the horse, but I, oh, please don't I know I'm not supposed to be out here, but please oh, oh, oh. I'm look, watching like the veins jump out in my arms. Oh, oh, oh. he is just, we're going for a ride. And Sue is in hot pursuit. On, on my horse, Jet. So, you know, Jet's like trying to catch up. And Reese is galloping along. <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, I bet this looks really cool. But my hand, he's just he's galloping away. And he just galloped this long, straight line. And when he got to the end of it, where we had to go left or right, or we were going to, like, one leap when we'd be in the road. No, he just hits the brake. So now I almost fall off his neck. And he just puts his head down and starts eating. <laughs> That's good. I'm good. That could have ended Stop way right differently, by the way. Did. Yes, it could have. So now finally, a little while later, Sue catches up to Reese grazing. And me just, I am exhausted. My hands hurt so bad. I think at this point, I just dropped the Reese because he's eating. So now he's down here. Okay, so he's just eating away. He's having a big time. I can't even hold the reins at this point. You, clearly, the, <laughs> the gig is up. So Sue comes up to me and she goes, so should we switch back? I think that's probably a good idea. <laughs> Before you get back in Monsies. Yeah, let's switch. And, and when we relay this story to my parents, she went, stop. No, no, yeah. just don't. Yeah, don't go there. You're in one piece. He's in one piece. You will not be riding Reese anymore this weekend, and that's the end of that. So we did not discuss it again. It could have ended way differently. Oh, it could have ended very ugly. Thank God Reese just decided grass sounded better than any other plan. Yes. 
And I don't know why he decided to stop. Good horse. Yes. Uh, And Reese knew clearly that I was definitely not supposed to be riding this horse. I'm I'm happy that's... So my trail riding... Actually, I have a really good trail riding story from when I first got Sunny. Oh, I'm sorry. That probably won't work, will it? Because you can't flip it. All right. Uh, Let me... I'll find another one. But anyway, I'll I'll go ahead and tell the story. Go ahead. Let's hear it. So when I first moved over here, I had only ever ridden English. In actual fact, I don't think I had ever even seen a Western saddle except on the John Wayne movies I used to watch with my dad in the study at Walsh Hall. Okay, okay. I'd only ever done fox hunting, not to catch the fox, by the way. No, just to look beautiful across the field. Just to go for the gallop on the field and the farm. I had done show jumping and eventing. Okay. And that's it. So Western saddle, no. Right. I fell in love with the Tennessee walker before I even knew what a Tennessee walker was. Okay. And I also... Fell in love with the Western Saddle. And I'll tell you sometime the funny story about our first trail ride. But <laughs> I had never, ever done anything except go on a hack, as we call it yes. in England, in an English saddle or bareback. Okay. We'd ride up to the 60-acre field at the end of the day bareback on okay. the ponies, sometimes at a flat out, you know, up sure. the side of the road on the verge. Yep. Let's go galloping. Yes. Uh-huh. And they knew they were going to 60 acres of grass, so they were like... <laughs> It was Let's get there. Life. Let's yes. get there. <laughs> but I rode my first Western horse here. It was actually a Mustang and a quarter horse. But then I fell in love with this Tennessee Walker, Sonny. And I didn't know what one was. I rode him bareback in the dark. And I said, I'll take him. I don't care. I, I fell in love with his face at first sight. But from that point forward, all my trail rides and beach rides were all on a Western saddle mm-hmm. and a Western horse. Mm-hmm. And I haven't ridden English except for maybe once or twice briefly when I r- had a thoroughbred that I did a makeover on to, okay. to jump. And that was t- over 10 or 12 years ago. So I actually haven't been in an English saddle in so long. And I'm English, by yes. the way, if you didn't know. Yes, if you had not I'm heard. a Brit. Um, <laughs> this is a real accent. Um, just like Carlos, this is my language. Um, but I, I rode English until I moved here when I was almost 18. And... Um, rode Sunny pretty much ever since I yeah. got here yeah. in a Western saddle. So I've done both, and I I, I love I don't mind trail ride for me yeah. is like the all time most amazing therapy. Yes, yes. Um, whether it's on the beach or it's in the woods or and actually we were going to share a beach video, okay. um, which I'll show Gigi um, and uh, and well Gigi's actually got it, but I'll show Jody the the video and the break, but it and we'll share it with you. But him running through the sea. Oh. oh, you've got to go with me sometime. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, don't ask me twice. I'm allowed to take up to 10 people oh. to St. Augustine. Who's listening to this? To write on the So beach. here's two. We're looking for eight more. So if you can comment below. Oh. Comment below on uh, your trail ride experience. Please Even do. share a photo. Send us a photo. We'd love to that see. That would be nice. Yeah, uh, your be nice. trail riding experiences. And do you ride in an English or a Western saddle when you ride? Yeah, on let's the see it. Or a, or a Paso saddle. Or whatever you want. Marchador or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> We'd like to see it. We'll be back. Gigi just gave us the it's time out. So coming back with the last segment, we've got to fit 37 photos in it. So stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay. And also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance.
World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the last segment of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with Jodie Everton from Ocala Stirrups at Chestnut Hill Arabians. It just sounds sexier. I'm it sorry. It does. Better no, put the disclaimer upon the You don't have to apologize. It does. I mean, it is what it is. And while no, we're on that topic. Oh, look, he's good. It's hysterical. Okay, so while we're on this topic, I'm just going to share something. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. I went over to WEC. We'd heard there was a Pasifino show going on, and I had never been to a Pasifino show. Um, heads up, Ocala, Marion County. Yes. The gauntlet has been dropped. Yes. Because the Pasifino community knows how to put on a party. Don't they? Yes. The men looked beautiful. The women looked beautiful. The horses were exciting. The music was great. I know. They did an explanation as to why the judges pinned what they pinned in English and in Spanish. I just felt like I looked around. Clearly, I was not dressed well enough. I really needed to, like, up my game a little, and I didn't. Um, the Ocala but it was Paso beautiful. Association. Hopefully you'll meet Ali tomorrow. Oh, oh well, um, Ali, I hope you're at the Ali meeting tomorrow. Ortiz, I just... Yes, he should be. She's uh, really incredible. We need to have a conversation, yeah. Ali. And I, I think... want to show to happen. I want to see the Arabians compete against the Pasifinos. Well... Uh, and have a judge from each Let's camp. do that. Wouldn't that be fun? I'm going to tell you, there, there was a moment. We, we have forgotten just a teeny bit how to put on a party. I know. But you know what? Not, we haven't forgotten it. completely. No. There's little glimmers of the party, the party, the party. Yes. We need to bring the party back. Big time to whack. We do, I agree. Yeah, but the Pasifino, they set up the spot, the, the patrons' tables oh, around know. the outside of the ring and the oh, music. They go all and out. The, you feel oh. like you're in some beautiful uh, Spanish country with yep, beautiful that's Spanish exa- people. That's exactly what I felt. I felt like I was transported to know, another country. I know. And I was sitting at the beautiful WEC facility. I know, it's amazing. And the people it? were lovely. I know. I, I, I kind of walked around. I was overwhelmed by the whole thing. I had a, you know, just look like you've been somewhere before. So I did. So one more piranha template, and then we're going to your 37 photos. Um, Does your horse play with toys? Mm. So just to share with you, I tried to demonstrate the fact that even though I have a three-year-old Mustang who was wild just over a year ago, he doesn't play ball. He's not into it. I got him a ball because I was like, oh, he's young. When he first arrived at the house, he had to be in the six-foot-high round pen, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. because he could jump out. And I got the ball for him, you know, and he like what, what, Show me with your ball. hands. How big is this ball? Well, you know, it's like a ball. It's yeah, like but... a basketball with a handle. Mm-hmm. Okay. He probably ha- wants the big ball, right? The big, it almost looks like a big beach ball. Get that for okay, him. Okay, I'm getting. I'm ordering one right now. Um, I don't know who, what company makes them. My sister ordered one of these, and when it came, I thought... Okay, what, what exactly are we going to do with this? Yes. <laughs> so, I actually have a video of, the, of him. I don't uh, know if, if, if Captain Jack has it in there. 
He'll pop now, I will say, not all of them will love it, but the ones who are into it are into it. I'm afraid if I got one of those big ones, he'd pop it, though. You know what? You'd think that, but I, I don't... I'd be surprised if that's what happened. They're made pretty tough. Are they? We've had geldings, oh, mares too, they'll run up to, and they'll rub their chest on it, and then when it moves, they startle. Or they'll just walk down the field, bouncing it out and fight. It's time. funny. See, this is me Okay, trying. this is a jolly ball. Yeah, this is, jolly no, this ball. is good, and a lot of horses like this. Yeah. You should try hanging it on the fence, see if he likes it, if it's hanging. Oh, sometimes yeah, you're they like that. Right, yes. It matters on the horse. Now, sometimes your dog might like it more. Look, he's yes, like, I, the I don't dog know, wants to tear that up. <laughs> That's yeah. what the dogs at the farm love a jolly ball too. Yeah. yeah, he does. He's such a cute Mustang. He is cute. We've already had him but in the sea. He's wondering what it is, yes. but he really doesn't want to interact with no, it. No, <laughs> it's been in, around him for a long time and he just doesn't mess with it. So there's another thing you should try. Um, I'll have to call my sister and find out what this is called. It's like a treat container. It's big. Oh, yes, I've oh. seen those. Oh, no, he does want to grab it. Yeah. So you put one treat in it and then there's a, mess, uh, there's a variety of holes. And as they move, they have to move it just right to make the treat come out. And they can smell it. They know the treat's in there. Really interesting to watch that interaction That might happen. be fun. Because it's a little bit of work to get to the Look treat. Look at him. He's like. He's adorable. He's like, but I, this is just not my toy. He's got a really bad summer's itch at the moment that I'm oh. dealing with. And he's got it on his face and neck and everything. And oh, I, he's all coated in greasy medicine. So if he well, looks that's terrible. But if it doesn't clear up in the next few days, I'm going to call Dr. K out next week and ask him to come and look at it. It's really ugly. Well, I'm going to say this is clearly not his best toy. <laughs> no. I don't know what that is. That's like That's the... somebody's hand. Yes. Oh, that's we're back. Oh, we're, we're back. back. <laughs> that's, that's feet. Now, apparently I'm walking. Now somewhere. we're talking about trail riding again. Yes, we're going we're back, back to the previous section. So let's go cut that, Captain Jack, and let's go to your 37 photos. All Much right. more interesting than mine. I'm going to apologize in advance. I didn't think she was going to play all of them. I just, oh, Aww. come on. That is my niece, Brianna, at her oh, very first so horse cute. show. Look at that beautiful race. Arabian mare. Oh my gosh. Her There's name was, nothing cuter than oh little girls at horse shows. I, that, oh, come on. Okay, now this is my first. <laughs> this, is me in a, this is me at the book fair uh -huh. at Lake Forest Elementary in Felton, Delaware. Yes, she was a brave school teacher well, for how many years? Uh, 16. Oh, oh, okay, goodness. so here's a little victory shot. This is us outside of the curtains. This is a couple nieces, a couple of children. That's pretty uh, cute. My sister Jamie in the blue hat. I think this was at East Coast. Look at all those ribbons. Yeah, it was a, and it was just those children that won those ribbons. Oh, that's one of those children again at Youth Nationals. Oh, my gosh. Which we're getting ready to do. Uh, isn't that beautiful? Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, we're coming for you. We're I, heading I that way. I think you need a media person to oh, come with you, don't you? Yes, we do. W would you like to be part of the I Turned 5 birthday party? Yeah. Because that's what's going on in that photo. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. So we were painting that horse. Look at Myla. She just looks thrilled to be <laughs> I think you need to get me a hotel room. Now, and wait, wait for it. Camera. Do you know who this is? This is my mother. No way. Yes. On handling a, a gelding that we owned for a long time, his sire is Shadowfax. That is a Shadowfax baby right there. Beautiful baby. Yes. Look at that face. Yes. You, yep. Uh-oh, there's Caitlin again. Now, don't tell anybody that we, don't tell her mother that I let her ride with a cast on her arm. The cast was not horse-related. I would like to, I would like to add. Her mother was at Canadian Nationals, and I was in charge of her, so, you know, that was how that went. This is my sister Jamie home from U.S. Nationals with her first, very first national championship. Look at that. So she my mom, yep, my nieces asked her to, you know, show them the stuff. What did you win? So she wrapped herself up. That's just a beautiful, that's a beautiful Arabian stallion. We stand at our farm Ooh, in Delaware. Gorgeous. That beautiful photo by Brian. Uh, that one was by Braden, I think, Maybe actually. Maybe I need an Arabian. Uh, Louisa, I think an Arabian's in your future. Now, that's the same Arabian stallion babysitting a six-year-old niece. They are Because so Caitlin amazing. gets underfoot, 
And JB needed to be on the cross size for a while, and she wanted to ride him. So that's what, what she was doing there. That's my uh, sister, my brother-in-law, and their three children at a local show we do in Delaware. Uh, we call them community shows, where there's Arabian and open classes. And that's the two girls again. I just, I can't. <gasps> Got to go to Lowe's to pick up the horse fence, Louisa. This is an important part of a man's job at the farm, and that is a young man in training to in be. In training. Yes, he's as getting. As long as he's in training to fix something up. He fence. is. Yes, and his wonderful. Oh, him. and then you know when you're done fixing the fence, you got to practice your spelling words. Oh, so yes. you know we pull out our composition notebook. That's pretty darn cute, right? Yeah, and sometimes we're where we're not supposed to be, and then we fib and we tell mom that Pat was spell studying spelling words. But you know it's okay because it's so cute. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> That's the same little girl. Oh that, my now God. that we bred that gelding. Uh, we sold that horse when he was a four-year-old to a wonderful student of ours, and then begged them to lease him back to us when he was twenty for her to, to for her Aww. to ride. So, and that's him again <gasps> with her older sister. That's at the New Jersey Horse Park. He's gorgeous. Isn't he beautiful? That is a Kimasabi grandson. Oh! Come on. Now, if you look close at that, that is a foal. That is my niece. But look at the top of her head. That is the Aww. mare nuzzling her head. As she touched that full star. That is a precious, yeah. precious thing. She said, I want to touch that star. I said, well, let's go. This is what we do. Oh, that's and that full that falls by Shadow Facts. How, oh. how could she be kidding me? One minute. What? That was tough. One minute and we still have a whole bunch of photos. Okay, you know so what? Hey, life moves faster well, around I here. I have to have her come back next week. Um, I guess. In closing, <laughs> I want to thank my dear thank friend, um, Jody Everton. Check out Ocala Stirrups at Chestnut Hill Arabians. Come see us. Um, amazing program. Going to be doing a lot for the community, a lot for our kids. Going to be working a lot with the schools and things and, and really getting people engaged um, and learning about the Arabian horse, which is incredible. Um, whether you're a beginner or experienced, um, last mention before we go off air for tonight. Um, this is Sonny about 10 years ago when he was a young man, only 25. A young man. A young man, only 25. Beautiful. Um, I miss him terribly. Uh, Gigi and I are going to put a tribute video together for him, which we're going to share. And we are going to actually ask Jody to interview me oh. about his life. But we're going to wait a couple of weeks until I can get through it. And so, I might need some practice. So yes, please, love please be to patient. My, my dear Sonny, uh, God bless him and may, may he rest in peace. Whether you are in Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week when we'll be back. See you later.